more time. Change my mind. Got a letter. Told you a couple of weeks ago. Got a couple of real doozies lately. And that's okay. I can read. And uh, But one of them uh, started out by saying that, uh, you know, some of us are educated in your congregation. I, can I give you a little hint? Mr. Editor of the paper, that's not the way to start an article, is it? That's no way to do, is it, brother? I mean, he didn't write the letter. I'm just not to you, buddy. But anyway, but I'm just saying, how many ever had writing classes? Okay? That's just not how you do it. Some of us are educated. Anyway, so long story short, I went on, listened to this lady's letter, and gave me a little history lesson. And, uh, but went on from there and uh, said that uh, while I was sick, I hoped I would have some time to basically reflect and change my mind on some views that I have. For example, abortion. Women have abortion because men are evil. Men are mean. Men are pigs. You, you know that, right? Men are disgusting, you see. And uh, I need to change my mind on that. And women are put in bad situations. That's why they have abortions. Am I denying bad situations? No, I'm not denying bad situations. But that's a crazy view that I'm not going to have. Y'all hear me or not? Okay, so that's number one. So, but anyway, just went on with different things like that. And, you know, and uh, towards the end uh, said, you know, and what does gender matter? Isn't it all about God's love? Well, you know what it's really about? It's about what God says. It's really about what God says, okay? Now, because God is love. God is love. So when God is love and God is holy and God is righteous and God is omniscient, God's omniscient and God's everything, He can squash you and me like a bug. You know, I think we ought to try to go with what He says. But it's always been a battle. It'll always be a battle. The battle for the mind. And I'm my own worst enemy. Not her. No, no. I'm my worst enemy. I'm the one that screws my mind up. I'm the one that needs help. I'm the one that has the goofy ideas. You hear me or not? Come on. I need help. Say that with me. I need help. I need help. And so anyway, who better to help me than God? There's nobody on earth that can help you better with your mind than Him. You might say, why? I mean, she tried to help me. Politicians will try to get you to change your mind. See it their way. Education. You go off to school, learned you're an idiot your whole life. They got it right. You know? It's like there's always this thing to change our mind. There's this battle going on. It's in the church. We'll talk about it in this series. But... Nobody better to help me change my mind than God. There's nobody closer on earth to me in the area of mind than God. I am made in His image. Now, if you don't believe the Bible, well, I guess you're, we're shot then, okay? But the Word of God says, and somebody, somebody's got to be an authority here. It's either you as you write me a letter, or I'm going to have an authority that's above you. And I have authority above you. It's called the Word of the Living God. 
And that's my authority. And we can sit here and argue to the cows. Come on, I'm not going to argue with you. You live your life and make a disaster of it. Have at it. But I know God's way is the right way. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. My ways are above your ways, God says. And that's, that's the direction we need to go because he made me in his image and his likeness. Verse 1 in the Bible. God created the heaven and the earth. Verse 26 in Genesis. Let us. First, first clue, mention of the Trinity. Let us make man in our image, in our likeness. So God made man in his own image, in his own likeness. So who better to help me with my mind than the one who made me? Are y'all hearing me? And so he made us. He made Adam, made Eve. I'm just talking if that's okay. Roger's wondering we're going to get to the message. We might not. We're, we're laying the groundwork, okay? And by the way, when I was a hell-raising teenager, I didn't know one scripture. So if you ever hear me quote a scripture up here as I'm talking, that's the mind of Christ. That's Gary replacing, I'm a, sl- you know, I'm a slime, I'm a big blob, I blew up, I don't matter, I don't have any value. See, when I talk this way, that's God, His Word, changing Gary's crazy head. Amen. Do y'all get that or not? Okay, so, praise the Lord, amen. So we just keep walking a little bit. So God made man and woman in His own image, in His own likeness. We get that, yes? Okay. But Adam sinned. Eve sinned. So we're plunged into sin. So we're sinners. Got it? Yes or no? The Bible says, as by one man sin entered in the world, Adam. And so death by sin, so death passed upon all men, for all have what? Sinned. Yeah. It's the point that a man wants to what? Die. After this, we're going to die because of sin. And so who came to rescue us? The great defender. He came. He was the only one. He made us in his image and his likeness. We screwed it up. God came, gave his son, Jesus, for you and me. Wonder why he did that. He didn't do that for dogs and monkeys. Oh, you're kidding me. No, he didn't. It's not in the Bible. Got it? Yes or no? See, you're above all that. He made you in his image and his likeness, and he came and he rescued you. That's how much you matter. Say, I matter. One more time. I, would you say I matter to God? I matter to God. What do you mean? God's speaking. Well, son, I made you in my image and in my likeness. I made you to have fellowship with you. Adam and me, we were talking. We were walking. He had my mind. He won't God. No, no, no. He wasn't God. Never was God. He was made in the image of God, like God. He could communicate with God. And all that was broken because God's holy. And maybe you don't like that about God. That's what a lot of people write me letters for, and they they have their views. Because, see, they don't like the way God does things. See, they want their mind, not God's mind. I got another letter. Got another letter. Right after Easter Sunday morning. And somebody writing me, calling me a racist and a xenophobic, even it's a word you don't even know what it means. So it's a, it's a new word we hear now. It's just throw it out there. Hate speech. It was in the letter. 
Because on Easter Sunday morning, I gave glory to Jesus Christ and said, Buddha's a dead end and Muhammad married a nine-year-old. If you don't like history, I'm sorry. That's the way it is. Here's the point. Here's the point. This said, I didn't see any Asians here and, and mixed races. And I'm like, I can't help it where I live. And then closed it by saying, well, I guess that's the way churches might be. Maybe that's just the way all churches are down here. So I got a dilemma. I've got, Gary's got a dilemma. The dilemma is, do I do it their way or do I do it God's way? I mean, that's our dilemma. That's our dilemma in life. I like old coach that we had at the high school. And he's probably watching. He always hears our sermons. He's back in Ohio now. He got the football team together. He was perplexed one day. And we were on the ball field together. Don, I don't know if you remember this or not. But got the coach, got the team together, and old Coach Ogilvy said this. He said, you know we got a decision to make. We're either going to do it your way, talking to the team, or we're going to do it my way. And you know, he said, I've thought about it. We're going to do it my way. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> that's the way it is. And that's our dilemma, isn't it? And guys, don't, I'm not trying to pick on these people that wrote me letters, even though I think they deserve it, but that's a whole other point. But, but, I'm my own worst enemy. These people that wrote me the letter, they're not the problem because this is my life. And I have to make decisions for my life. Where am I going to get that information? Who am I going to trust? What am I going to do? Because life it sucks at times. It's hard. It's delightful at times. But as you go through life, you're going to have to make some decisions, yes or no. And that's where we're going into series. Are you all ready now? You understand where we're headed? Roger, we'll see how far we make. If we make it a ways, it'll be fine. So the series, Change My Mind. Now, you know where it came from, right? <clears throat> you know why I'm thinking this way, correct? Yes or no? Okay. Does the Bible have anything to say about this subject? Now, if you know your Bible, a lot of you will say, you could just quote me scriptures. And you'll see some up here on the screen. So here's the question. <clears throat> Can I have the mind of Christ? Let's let the Bible answer that. Let's not me, not the letter writers. Let's let the Word of God be our authority. There was a time in my life, I just went home to Rockingham, buried my sister. Yesterday, first one we've lost in six kids since Mama's murder in 1993. Her murder brought us so close together to lose Janice. She's 71, had a massive stroke. Janice raised me, her and Ann. I had to call them uh, Miss, and I had to say yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am to my own sisters. Because that's the way Mama did it in the South. When she wasn't there, those sisters was my authority. They could beat my rear end. And so she loved me. I went over every text that Janice wrote me. Every one of them, without fail, without fail, were encouraging. And a lot of them, uplifting. I'm so proud of you. I'm proud of my baby brother. Oh, I love my baby brother. Happy birthday to you. She'd sing to me, leave it on the phone, 
But there was a time when the Clark family didn't know the Lord. I call that the, the WC time in my life. Without Christ. Say that with me. Without. And Mama was a drunk. Had been cheating on Daddy. Met this man in the ice storm of 69. Man came to the restaurant there that she worked at. With a bunch of his linemen. And he popped down. He had all of them to lay down $10 bills. To tip my mama. And I got to thinking about that. I wonder how many times, how he had talked to those fellows before and, and saying, if we lay down enough tips, see if I can't get her in the sack. Did y'all hear what I just said? That's how, that's how devaluing people are of other people. And broke up my home. Mama started having an affair with him for years. Then divorced my daddy when I was 11. I was the baby in the family. Why are you telling me all this, Clark? Well, it's my life story. We're talking about the mind of Christ. How did you get where you are, Clark, and think the way you think? You should know that. And your, your aunt lived right there in the same town. Right, was buried right across from where my mama's buried. So these are true stories. I'm telling you the truth. But the fact is, so mama had married, had shacked up with this fellow, and then she married him in 77 of April that year. And uh, by that by, by time uh, Thanksgiving rolled around, he's catting around on her. Good. What you get? You hear me or not? Say, I mean, ain't I? Tough. You screw it around on your wife, I hope you get everything coming to you, Jack. Ma'am, you're doing that on your husband. I hope you get everything and more because you're cheating lying ways. Did you hear what I just said? That don't sound like the world. Does. That sounds more like the Bible, don't it? <laughs> Grew up in that crazy life. And look what God did. Here's what God did. She was sitting there late November and Billy Graham came on the TV. She's drunk. And the gospel broke through. You've heard my testimony, many of you. And I came in and she said, we're going to church in the morning, man. You know what happened? A battle for the mind. My mama's mind. God's Word touched my mama's mind. A drunk woman. Are you kidding me? And I come in. Here comes the devil. GDFU. Went to my room. Slammed the door off the hinges almost. Next morning she got up making racket. And I got up and went to church with her like a fool. Did I go for Jesus? No, not at all. I went so I could cuss her all the way up to church and, and make her change her stupid mind. A battle for the mind. And mama kept walking. Boy, I got a good mama. Well, yeah, praise the Lord. She's watching right now. Mama is. Mama's like, wow. And you know what? We went to that church and they loved us and they were nice to us. And I, I, I wanted to, I didn't know what to do. And, you know, I... We went back next week. Went back the third week. There was a battle for the Clark family mind. Who's going to win? Who's going to win? In that third week, that preacher preached Eddie Zimmerman. Can you say that name? Eddie Zimmerman. He's still alive. He's 81, 82. He's in Tennessee now. He's struggling with his, with his mind, Pastor Eddie. He won't struggle in that Sunday. 
Revelation 3.20. If you know it, say it with me. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man will open the door, I'll come into him and sup with him and he with. And that old country preacher just said, Jesus is standing there. What was he doing? Somebody's going to win. Y'all hear me or not? And mama went forward. And I went with her. Because you're not leaving me there. <laughs> but I had a decision. Uh, Ralph Reeder talked to me. Hell raising me. He talked with me and he said, Gary, you're a sinner. You know that. Yes, sir. You know, God's word, Gary, says that God loves you. He gave his son. And he showed me in the Bible. And I, I was just crazy enough to believe the Bible. You know God will save you with just a little bit of faith. Just a little bit. He does, he's the one doing the work. Like the song said, he's the one that knows where you left you. He's coming to find you. Amen. And that was the day that we went from WC without Christ to IC in Christ. And we were both were saved. And how many of your story, it's not my story, but your story you could, is a similar story, how God came into your life. Yes? Amen? So here's, and I know I've taken time. It's important. If we're going to do a series for six or eight weeks, we should talk about it. So that's where the mind change began right there. You understand? What does it mean when it says, If thou shalt confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your what? Heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you shall be what? Saved. Well, it's all about believing. It's about changing your mind. It's about you needing the Lord. You know, and that's where it started for me. And what is that? That was it says believing with your heart. It means your mind. But it means more than just your mind. It means your mind and, it, and that, that part of your mind that's deep down in your gut. Say gut. You know what I'm saying, don't you? You know you believe something and then you really believe something. Yes or no? Amen. So that's what it was. And so we received Christ best we knew how. And the work of God began in our life. My mother went home that day. The mind of Christ, how did it start in her life? Well, she went home that day, poured out the Paps Blue Ribbon down the, uh, the kitchen, the cast iron kitchen sink. Remember those? If you drop a dish in them, you destroy them. Yeah. She took liquid gold that had controlled her life, and she took it and poured it right down the sink. She never drank another drop. Yeah, we ought to praise the Lord for that. That's huge, man. Never drank another drop. Something happened to Mama. Well, Mama started on the mind of Christ road. Y'all hear me or not? And don't argue with the message up here. I, like if you drink and I'm not trying to put you down. I'm trying to give Mama her due. That's her story. That's what really happened. Me... I started going to church regularly. And I started, uh, they asked me to do a, uh, represent my youth group. Here I was, a hellraiser hair down the middle of my back. I wish I still had it. But anyway, I represented my youth group in a competition with the book of James. And I was always a competitive sports guy. I didn't know a thing about the Bible. But I figured, hey, how hard can this be? Let's memorize five chapters. They asked a question. I'll quote the scripture. That'll be the end of that. We beat the snot out of them. Little did I know I was getting the mind of Christ when I put the Word in me. Then I started writing God's Word back in the day. We didn't have our phones in this mess. 
I wrote them on three-by-five cards, stuck them in my pocket, stuck them in the, truck, in the uh, glove box of my little truck, and I just started memorizing Scripture. I didn't realize, and someone told me to do this. It wasn't like I just did it because I'm bright. But someone encouraged me, Gary, you want to change your life, change your mind, you want, to, you want to maybe be a God's man one day? Start putting God's Word in you. Say that with me. Start putting God's Word in you. What happens, Ronnie, when you put God's Word in you? You get the mind of who? You get the mind of Christ. Amen. Did you know coming here on Sunday morning you can get the mind of Christ if we stay steady with the Scripture? If we start preaching gobbledygook crap, you're not going to get the mind of Christ here. And maybe that's the kind of church she was looking for. Well, keep looking. This ain't it. Do you hear me? We need the mind of Christ. Amen? So, that's our story. The Clark story. How about my sister who I buried yesterday? Before Christ, my sister got pregnant. Happens. It's okay. Back in the day, if a guy got you pregnant, he would do what with you? He had what? I was 11 years old. Before Christ, Mama was meaner than a snake. Okay? She went and confronted the fellow. Mama. You wouldn't want to mess with my mother. Before Christ or after Christ. She would, she's one of those women that would flat knock you out. She had big boys. She would knock you out. So she went that day. Here's Mama without Jesus. I'm in the back seat. Of her LTD, black with the white top, like Cruella de Vil. <laughs> this guy's name was Chris. She said, you know, Janice is pregnant. You going to do the right thing and marry her? He said, no. Mama, before Jesus, spit in his face. And I was in the back seat with my BB gun. True story growing up in the South, baby. I'm telling you. Why do I tell you that story? My, my sister's life went off the rails. My sister's life went off the rails. We were already a crazy family. We didn't know the Lord at that point anyway. You get it or not? And then mom and I got saved. And the life started to change in my family. And then one year, we hadn't seen Janice in a long time. And I'm still a kid at home, 16, 17 years old, but now I know the Lord. And she came home. I think it might have been Thanksgiving or Christmas. And she had on one of them army jackets. You know them army coats that you can get? The green ones? She had on one of those and was like a bag of bones. Had been like living on the streets somewhere in Charlotte. And I sat with her on the gazebo porch, an old outside porch like you have in the country. And I sat down with Janice. I love my sister. And I told her about Christ. And she just received Christ like it was nothing. Just easy. Was she perfect? No, you ain't either. And I ain't either. But that was the beginning of Janice's. WC to in Christ. Amen. Y'all hearing me today? Are y'all okay with it? I'm just talking with you a little bit. Okay? Good, good. 
Roger, I might have next week's message already written. Guys, we should lay the groundwork. My sister later struggled, but you know what? A fellow came along named Rusty, and he loved Janice. And she was so happy. And then one day, they were married for many years, and her life was just, it was beautiful. And that's God's story, isn't it? God's story. And one day, she wakes up. He's 42, and he's laying there dead. He died in his sleep. Janice had a pretty tough life. Amen? But uh, the last years of Janice's life, we're talking about my family a little bit. I know. I'm not really not getting off subject. It's because it's the truth. She changed in Christ, the mind of Christ. Last few years of her life, she rented a trailer from a church. It was a real dumpy trailer. I actually tried to get her to come and live in this house I had. Not because I'm a great guy, just that's my sister. And you know what? She was happy where she was. Did you know that's the mind of Christ? Yes or no? Did you know humility is the mind of Christ? She was happy where she was, and she started singing at that little church. And she'd send me little songs that she'd they'd have them record. It won't be 10, 15 people in that church, but she'd get up and sing, Beulah Land, sweet Beulah Land. Amen? I took a long time. Roger, let's go. The mind of Christ, the Clark family. How did you get where you are, Gary? It started right there. Am I, have I lost you? Are you okay? Okay, you seem to be okay. I mean, you're not asleep, okay? Thank you, thank you, thank you. You know a lot of preachers couldn't even do this. They'd fuss at him later. I know you love me. And I love you. The biggest thing about the mind of Christ that I could say to you today, and it took me, I was 49 years old when it happened. I realized I mattered. Now, you can be saved, and that's part of understanding God loves you right there. But if you really want to have the mind of Christ, you've got to get to the place where you know I'm not garbage. You've got to say, I matter. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Say that with me. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I'm made in His image, and it's like, say it again. Yes, amen. We're fearfully and wonderfully made. Amen. We matter. We matter to God. That's why God said, love the Lord, with your God, with all your what? Heart, soul, and mind. And love your who? See, we matter. Got it? We matter to God. We should matter to each other. That's when I pastor here. I get up here, guys. I know I matter to you. That's crazy. You can't say that, Clark. I had lunch with a preacher the other day. He does not know he matters to his congregation. He's been there over 30-something years. That'll break your heart, won't it? See, I know I matter. If I don't matter to you, how about this? Keep it quiet. (laughs) Gypsy Smith wrote a song years ago, If I'm dreaming, let me dream on. (laughs) Amen. Come on. Let's go with one last scripture. I've quoted a bunch, by the way. You can get the tape and you'll see them later. Can my mind and my thinking be changed to be like the mind of Jesus? That's our series. The answer is yes, I can have the mind of Christ. I can have the mind of Christ. Where there's living proof all in this room. 
of changed lives. Let me see some hands. Changed lives. How about this? Changed minds. Changed minds. Amen. Come on. Right. Let's thank the Lord. Right here. So this is possible. At that time, Jesus answered and said, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hid these things from the wise and prudent, you've revealed them unto babes. Even so, Father, for so it seemed good in your sight. All things are delivered unto me of my Father. Jesus speaking. And no man knows the Son but the Father. Neither knoweth any man the Father save the Son. And he to whom the Son will reveal him. Amen. If you want to know the mind of Christ, you got to know Jesus, not Buddha, not Mohammed. Got it? If you want to know God, and I, if you write me a letter, good, spell my name right, okay? Jesus says, come unto me, come unto me, come unto me. All you who are laboring and you're heavy laden, your head's all screwed up, your life's a wreck, it's a mess, you don't know how to think, you're killing yourself, come unto me. And I'll give you what? Woo! I'll give you rest. I'll change your life. Mama had a life change. She still lived with that man. 17 years later, that man murdered my mother. But my mother, everywhere she went, she lit up the room. She lit up Rockingham. She'd go to the bank and take the lady's okra that she grew in the garden. Here, ladies. Just love people, man. Amen? Life change. Mama, come to me, Mama. You're heavy. I'll give you rest, Mama. Mama came. Amen? Jesus said, take my yoke on you. What's those next words? Learn of who? Of who? Learn of Jesus. For I'm what? I'm meek and lowly in heart. And you're going to find some what? How many would say the mental struggle in your life has been far greater than any other struggle you've ever gone through? I mean, just the mind. The, the mind crap. I mean, that's rough, ain't it, say? He says, look, you come to me. You're going to learn of me. I'm meek and loaded. You're going to find you some what? Rest for your souls. Say this part with me. This journey we're going to be on now, we're going to start it next week. My yoke is easy and my burdens light. To have the mind of Christ, to think like he thinks, is not going to wear you out. Okay? You're not going to be giving up. Oh, I have to give up. You ain't giving up squat jack nothing. You're getting everything when you have the mind of Christ. Y'all hear me or not? A little bit all over the place. That was a long intro, Raj, wasn't it? It's a record, 32 minutes for two slides. For two slides. Who says we can't still do it? Amen. So, guys, next week we start our journey. I think we did pretty good, though. You found out something. Amen. Come on, we did pretty good. Amen. So, Jesus.